This episode of Ear Buddies is brought to you by nobody. Yep, that's right, folks. It's an ad-free episode of Ear Buddies. This is what it's like to be a Patreon subscriber. No ads, just pure content. Uh, totally unfiltered, uh, beholden to nobody. Not Josh Dumel. No Texas politicians. Nobody. Uh, so enjoy. This is our um, this is our wedding gift to you, the listener. So thank you for getting married, and enjoy the show. I'm uh, Jacob Dillon, and I am Nora Jones. <laughs> That's a good one. And this is Ear Buddies. <laughs> really good one, bro. Thanks, pal. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> Ear Buddies is back. Keeps coming back like a bad penny every week, every single every Monday. Seven <laughs> days. It is ten nineteen p.m. and I'm drinking a caffeinated beverage, buddy. Oh, let's do it. <laughs> let's, let's do have, it. Let's have some fun. What are we talking about today? Well, Tim, today is not going to be fun. Oh, um, well, it'll be fun. Sorry, let me sh- <laughs> let me shift my tone. Pal, what are we talking about today? Today, Tim, <laughs> well, we're not talking quite yet about the <laughs> Motown K-pop episode that we teased a while ago. Just no. want to make sure that everyone... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, and listen, that'll be, that'll be next week. That's coming we will... down the pike. We'll do it. Yeah, definitely Motown and K-pop... How are they exactly the same? We will get there. I would say next week. Be ready for that. Probably. Uh, but this week, man, I'm dying. You got to tell me what it is. <laughs> I'll tell you. So this week, Tim, I thought it would be, well, not fun, but worth it to talk about mm. nepotism and uh, huh. the myth of meritocracy. I can almost see it. That dream I'm dreaming, but there's a voice inside my head saying you'll never reach it. And uh, the death of the American dream. And well, all that in the music industry. Yeah, this rocks. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, this is cool. This this should be fun. Um, wait, you're telling me that. Um, not every uh, successful, famous artist, you know, did it the old bootstraps way. That is unfortunately what I'm telling you, Tim. I'm sorry if you didn't know. So this is nothing new. This is the uh, this is 
a tale as old as time in in uh, every industry and every walk of life, isn't it, bud? Yeah. Well, I guess that's it. Episode over. Good talk. All right. I love your buddies. (laughs) Um, No, but Tim, you're right. Uh, It is certainly a tale as old as time. Um, And yes, in every industry, especially uh, any sort of entertainment industry. But look, a lot of us in the Ear Buddies world, we pay attention Mm -hmm. To the things that go on around us. Uh, that's that's what m- makes us ear buddies. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. And and we know, uh, at least I, Tim. I and I'm I'm mm. sure I can probably speak for you here, as usual. You're always welcome to. I've been seeing more than ever, even you know, in the past weeks, past months. Yeah. Uh, there's so much discourse, uh, fleeting as it is, about this exact issue. Um, which of your favorite artists have famous parents? Which of them have, uh, if you go to their Wikipedia page, they their parents have a have their name in blue, and you can click through and see what their parents did. And right. and like you said, we know this, uh, and if we didn't know, it's. We can assume, and it's not—it's not a big shock, I'm sure. Uh, but I think it's worth discussing. And, I do too. Uh, yeah, so I—you know—I thought I'd bring it to you, Tim, and see if you can help me and our listeners out to kind of figure out what to do about this, if anything. <laughs> I think the question we should answer is: Should we let our opinions about the artists that we enjoy or don't enjoy be colored by whether or not we can click on the names of their parents on Wikipedia. Does it matter? I mean, I can't help but feel a little pang of, oh, Mm. I see. Especially when it's a surprise. I mean, when I'm listening to to the new Willow Smith album, which I'm enjoying, by the way, uh, I have. I, I, I'm not fooling myself in any way. I know exactly who right. that you is. Right, you know who that is. is. You know where I, she came yeah, from. Exactly. So there's, um, you know, no denial there. But it's a bigger bummer when it's someone that I I didn't realize, and then one day I wake up and say, "Oh, I see. Uh, your parents had ten million dollars." Yes. <laughs> and, they just and bankrolled you all the way to this success. Right, and so that's that's the thing. It's it's much easier to accept when you see. I mean, if you've been around or alive long enough, because I'm sure there are some 15-year-olds who would be pretty stressed out to learn that Will Smith is Willow Smith's dad. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Is He's a, still a movie star or whatever. But, yeah, like, for example, Tim, Nora Jones. Why would I mention her in our hilarious mm. opening bit? Well, did you know that her dad was Ravi Shankar? And also, do you know who that is? Matt? Couple things. 
I took a world music class in undergraduate college, so yes, I do. A. B. Never thought you'd give me the opportunity to edit in a Ravi Shankar piece into this this pod. And I am deeply thrilled that uh, one of his tunes is playing underneath <laughs> us right now. Of course. My pleasure. This uh, rules. <laughs> Here's the thing. So, Nora, and this is... I'm not going to spend a bunch of time with Nora, because yeah, there are... What if we could? <laughs> well, right. But he's... Uh, her dad was a real famous guy, and also, you know, he's known... If he's known in more mainstream culture, it's because of his connection with the Beatles. He mm-hmm. hung out with them a bunch and helped George Harrison do a bunch of cool new stuff uh, sort of at the end of the Beatles' life. Um, and so, yeah. Well, he's like the he's like the sitar player, he is, is he not? Yeah, well, he was. But yes, no, he's, yeah, he's right, right. the goat um, for all intents and purposes. So that's just one example. And there are so many others, Tim. Yeah, buddy. I mean, give give me a couple more. I didn't know until, honestly, weirdly recently, I guess, about the Strokes. Ooh, that's tough, Tim. Why don't that's, you why that's don't a you toughie. share? Because I feel like a lot of people don't know that. And um, and it, so in saying this too, I I want to just clarify that not it. We're not saying that. Uh, all of these situations are because your parents were huge bankable stars. Sometimes it's because uh, they had a bunch of money or a bunch of connections, and yeah. it, it works that way just as well. But yeah, Tim, tell us about the Strokes briefly, if you would. Sure. So the Strokes lead singer uh, and main songwriter Julian Casablancas. Uh, his dad, John Casablancas, what was his deal, Matt? Like he was like a, a a modeling agent. Yeah, he was. He worked with a big modeling. He agency. basically he he basically created the the concept of supermodels, if if I understand correctly. That's that's close enough. Yeah. No, no. I mean, yeah, yeah. That's right. So, so, um, yeah. So he made a bit of money, I think, in his time. Um, and then, yeah, and then his son goes on to, you know, lead a band that everybody regards as, like, you know, sort of the great uh, indie darling band. I mean, how indie... And that's, that is, that's one that really sours in the mouth, right? Because yeah. pedigree, I think, is kind of important in, in the world of indie. Uh, for better or worse, yeah, and that uh, that one is hard to square. Yeah, and and so that to kind of circle back, how can that not color your opinion? Of well, right. the artist you're listening to. And the thing is, I like the Strokes a lot. Sure. And I like Nora Jones. And 
I like uh, up-and-coming artist Claro, whose dad yeah. is a very rich marketer who was at Coke and Starbucks and Procter and Gamble. All these mm-hmm. things. Taylor Swift's dad, uh, he bought, he invested in Big Machine back in the day when she was just starting mm-hmm. out. All of these things, we can go on and on. Actually, Tim, if I may, I'd like to shock you with one quick thing here. Oh, boy. As a, yeah, as a last example. So, uh, you know on Twitter... Yeah, I've been there. And in the 90s, there... Was, okay, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> there's a band called Eve Six. I would swallow my pride, I would choke on the rinds, but the lack thereof would leave me empty inside. Swallow my doubt, turn it inside out, find nothing but faith in nothing. Wanna put my tender heart in a blender, watch it spin round to a beautiful oblivion. Oh, yeah, yeah. And now Eve Six is big on Twitter. Right, I see, I understand now. That's right. So, let me... Well, uh, Eve Six Guy is big. Eve Six player, Guy, right? right. And Eve Six Guy is named Max Collins. And he's having a nice time uh, on Twitter making jokes and riffs and whatever is else. He like, is he like Phil Collins' nephew or something? He is um, actually Stephen Collins's nephew who played uh, the dad in Seventh Heaven. Oh, boy. Now, wait, Tim. Wait. Wait. Listen, I know that might be enough for you, but it's not <laughs> It's not enough for me because I need to go a little bit further. Now, <laughs> let, uh-huh. me, let me ask you, uh, and I don't mean to, to put you on the spot here live. Do you, does the name Don was ring a bell? A small little bell, but I'm... I'm not going to be able to say anything more. That's okay. We are both smart. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> no problem. Um, so. I did go to undergraduate college, <laughs> as I mentioned earlier. Don was a guy that I mentioned in passing on our episode about John Mayer. Don and this well, is, I should have paid closer attention. Well, sometimes Yikes. it just goes in one ear out the other. Dude, I'm sorry, bro. And Don, no pun intended, was a big record producer in the 80s. And Oh, yeah. And he had a child, maybe a couple, but he had at least one, named uh-huh. Tony, named Anthony. Uh, uh-huh. And as it turns out... Tony Anthony is the son of Grammy Award winning producer Don Was. And he drums or drummed in Eve Six. Holy cow. Now I know I drugged that out for a long time, but isn't that payoff <laughs> worth it? <laughs> I. Yes, it is. So you have a band, much like any other band, who only had two, you know, singles that did anything, one of which had enough legs that you can get famous on Twitter for it uh, years later by joking about it, and their, their lead singer was the nephew of a famous actor, and their drummer was the son of a famous producer. So that makes me want to throw my tender heart in a blender, bud. <laughs> Well put, well put. Um, so yeah, that's that's sort of my 
<laughs> just I wanted to just share that with you and everybody because it's a uh, it's a real rot at in the heart of the system. There, it feels like you know no no one's you can't click past you know through anyone's mm-hmm. family tree without hitting a couple millionaires on the way up. So right, they're all money trees basically. <laughs> well. Exactly. Um. So right. So we've laid out some fascinating examples, and I want to come back to the question. I guess like. We have talked before uh, in different context, I guess, uh, this question of separating the art from the artist, right? And everybody talks about this now. And usually we talk about it in sort of the, you know, um, can I still listen to and enjoy Michael Jackson, uh, his music, knowing what kind of person he was, Right. right? When we take it from... This context instead, I think it's it's another interesting way to look at that question, like especially with uh, bands like The Strokes, you have to reconsider uh, your relationship with some of this music a little bit, right? Because an indie darling simply can't be an indie darling when by definition... And Indie Darling is dependent, I think, somewhat on a certain uh, class stature, right? Yes. I mean, yes. Uh, I I hesitated in saying that because of how much I agree. Yes. Right? So I think that it's a a tough one because it's not as um, easy to parse. As, for example, a Michael Jackson or R. Kelly situation, right? Right. Um, but and it's and that's a different question. Like no one's saying don't listen to Claro because she's a class traitor, right? Or right, right, right. But like it's it's just you know should we consider them in a different context? And I just don't know. Well, I I mean. It's easy to say things like there is no ethical consumption <laughs> under capitalism. And I'm not very easy to say I, that, but you say it all the time. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that because okay. that's it's a little bit too loose and a little bit too yeah. wrong right here, right? Because sure. it's of course so capital is very very clearly driving uh <laughs> this music industry machine yeah, and and if your dad or uncle or mom or whatever happens to be uh sort of sitting near the top of that machine well you get you get grandfathered in and you well you got lucky and congratulations and yeah. i and guess what are the, right what are you supposed to do about it well right like, so right is it is it uh, Enrique Iglesias's fault that his dad was Julio Iglesias. And is and is one headlight a worse song because Jacob Dylan's dad is Bob Dylan? No.
Right. And and so we're once again floundering around in the intellectual deep end. And I don't think that I guess I would say I don't think you that it really makes sense to write off artists no. whose parents have blue names, right? Uh, Taylor Swift is extremely talented. The Strokes are extremely talented, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, right? So uh, they, I mean, a lot of that comes from, well, I guess genetics. And also, if yeah. <laughs> if your dad does something, I mean, it, it kind of makes sense that you would kind of follow in his footsteps. Yeah, look, buddy, I mean, I get it, you know? <laughs> I... <laughs> I freaking get it in real life. I do. Right. Um, and I also, uh, I know you're not a big like sports guy, man, but um, the NFL is rife with this kind of thing. Like all sorts of active players, dads were active players too, or, you know, back in the day. Right. And that doesn't mean that, the guys who are in the league right now aren't extremely talented uh, in the top 1% of the top 1% of athletes in this game. It just means that they had access to incredibly good training regimens because their dads were in the NFL, Uh, you know, uh, and so they're going to be very talented. It makes sense that Jacob Dylan is a super talented musician because he grew up surrounded by incredible music. Uh, and so these these uh, blue-parented uh, artists can create fantastic art. And it's worth enjoying that great art. But it is also worth recognizing that the system, is, uh, and not just in the music industry, in virtually every industry is structured in such a way that it is just easier for the children of those who are already at the top to uh, make it to the top than for someone who's uh, starting at the bottom. Yes. I mean, and and that's exactly it. Like, I mean, we're we're stating such obvious things here right now. Right. Well, and it's, it's, it it's because once again, we don't have a great solution. Uh, you know, <sighs> it's all... It makes a lot of sense. It's not yeah. bad that these people are good at what they're doing. I mean, of course, it's a little bit like if they're if they are bad at at it, then you can just be mad for that reason. But well, right, you know, you, well, the Tim, I know you're not a big movie guy either. In the <laughs> <laughs> but the the hot the hot one rolling around now is you know that movie that uh steven spielberg's daughter is directing that sean penn's son is starring in that uh stephen king's son wrote right so that's i mean that's a cocktail to just make you mad sure it is but uh what is the point what do we do how do we? What are the actionable responses that we can give to our listeners here, so that they don't come away yet again from this pod, from this app, thinking, "Well, a lot of good questions have been raised, yet here I am, out in the world, alone now, not listening to my buddies, uh, with no no map. They didn't give me a map once again." Well, um. <laughs> Glenn Beck, Matt, once said famously, 
Question with boldness. <laughs> and I think you and I do that pretty much weekly. So I don't know. I think we're on the right track. Okay. We're yeah. doing right by Glenn. Okay. <laughs> well, good. Okay. Um, <laughs> he didn't say anything about answering. No. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. I guess we are all. He, just, he just told us to question stuff. And so here we are. I guess. I guess what we can suss out from all this mm. is that once again, yeah. this is simply worth being aware of. Um, well, there you go. And. I just, there are, I know a lot of people do get shocked when they learn that X's dad worked for Y and knew Z. Um, But I don't want you guys to be shocked anymore. I want you to be ready for that. When you learn about this, I want, um, when you are on their Wikipedia page and you see that they're mom's or dad's or uncle's name is in blue you're braced and you say matt and tim warned me about this all we can do is give you a helmet here you know and uh matt before we hit the break let me just offer you one more little bit of uh bachelor of arts uh wisdom (laughs) please the unexamined life is not worth living That's my boy Socrates. Ear Buddies will continue in a moment. Welcome back to Ear Buddies. And buddy, it's time to show and tell. And uh, I will kick us off. I will uh, I will show you and tell you about a song by a guy who, uh, oh yeah, man, he benefited from that sweet uh, nepotism. Matt? Yeah. Ever heard of Robin Thicke? And how? <laughs> I choose Robin Thicke because, uh, and I, uh, Robin Thicke, whose whose father and mother you can click on, um, his mother Gloria Loring, uh, and his his father Alan Thicke. Uh, Alan Thicke uh, was a game show host and uh, the star of Growing Pains. 
I choose I choose Robin Thicke, and we're listening to a track, by the way. We're listening to Get Her Back from his smash follow-up <laughs> album to Blurred Lines, uh, Paula. <laughs> Who could forget? We're listening to Get Her Back. We're listening to the album that he released to try to keep his... <laughs> To try to get his wife back after she left him. <laughs> Not funny. We are listening to Robin Thicke, Matt, because it's... Um, hmm. Yeah, take your time. Yeah, let's listen and let me think here for a second. I gotta treat her right, whoa, I gotta cherish her for life. I gotta get her, go, get her, go, get her, go, get her tonight. I never should have raised my voice or made you feel so small. I never should have asked you to do anything at all. I should have kissed you longer. I should have held you stronger. And I wait for forever for you to love me again. All I wanna do is keep it light, keep it light. I guess we're listening to this because it's um, it's nice to listen to a guy like Robin Thicke, who had the whole world handed to him, who had the biggest song on the planet that one time. Uh, you know, you know the song, Matt, uh, where Pharrell went oh! and uh, models kind of just danced around. Sure, of course. Shirts, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. No, I know that one. That song? And everybody really loved it, and we all really liked it, and it sort of talked about consent, and we weren't really sure about it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, then, and, then, and then his wife left him, and then he released an album to try to get her back, and it didn't work. Yeah, either, well, as a romantic gesture or as an album. As an, well, thank you, right. There's something sort of nice, I guess, to about... I guess this is what we call schadenfreude. Mm. He's... And you, and, you know, you try to take this in small doses. You, t- right. you try to take that beautiful German word in small doses. But sometimes, sometimes it feels good just to know that a guy like this is now just a host on The Masked Singer. And... <laughs> You know, kind of squandered it, and that's, yeah. and it doesn't, all, and and that it doesn't always work out, and some, and and you can blow it. That's good to. There it's good you to go. Just remember that you can blow it. That's that's. I think that's it, Tim. Like, it's still, it's always possible to screw everything up, no matter who your dad is, whether or exactly. not he was on Growing Pains or some other sitcom. Um, yeah, that's very important, and I appreciate you saying that because, well, like you said, Tim, you wanna—it's not a healthy habit to be rooting for the downfall of anyone, really. But I don't no. know, man. When a when a big cat falls, it don't feel that bad for us little nope, guys. Some, sometimes it's just nice to watch that silver spoon fall to the floor. That's and well well put once again, Tim. That's all. Whatever. So there's That's Robin. All, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got, buddy? Tim, I've got a song that I really enjoy. And it is by an artist who, before we play this, I would like mm. to 
ask if you know who Rob Schneider is. <laughs> Do I? And how. And how. <laughs> <laughs> we all know Rob Schneider. He thinks vaccines cause autism. Uh, kind of a dumb guy. He's been in a lot of sitcoms and no one really likes him. But Yeah, he just kind of wants to know why we can't, why comedians can't be funny anymore, I think. Right. Well, that's, a, that's it. Yes. But he did have his heyday, um, yeah. brief as it was. And mm-hmm. he not only had a, a heyday, he had a daughter. And... <laughs> Tim, do you know what his daughter's name is? No. I'll tell you. Her name is L. King, and the song I would like to play for you is America's Sweetheart. That's right. L. King is Rob Schneider's uh, biological daughter. Are you serious? How about that for another slap in the face? I'm glad you didn't look any of this up beforehand. I like the shock value. With these old boots on. I think it's funny when I drink too much. You try and change me, you can go to hell. Cause I don't wanna be nobody else. I like the chip I got in my front teeth. Well, I, I simply didn't know this, bud. Uh, well, it's, it's not something you. It's not something she says much. Uh, which I understand. Uh, yeah, so anyway, I guess just my point is different than yours. Mine is, how about that? <laughs> and also, also, I really like... Uh, her music, like a yeah, lot, me too. I think it's great. Um, which I guess I could I could draw to a more worthwhile point of uh, how sh- she's very talented and uh, these kids aren't bad at their jobs. But I just want to say, how about that? Yeah, and X's and O's is a really great out al- or a great song. Yeah, she's put yeah. on a lot of good stuff. Uh, I guess. Both because of and in spite of her dad, Rob. So, <laughs> the world spins madly on. That is, um... That is a genuine surprise. I, I, um... You know, there's a sucker born every minute, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so now you know. Now we know. Uh, but, right, yeah. I, I I do take your more nuanced point, which is, I guess, fine. You know, I'm going to continue enjoying El King and say congrats. Don't blow it, you know. There we go. Yeah, I think I think honestly, that's the most comforting thing here is just realizing that anybody can fail. Mm-hmm. Feels feels good to admit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pal, let's do it next week. Let's do K-pop and Motown next week. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Next week, tune in. Same time, same place. Our long-awaited episode about the... Those two things Tim said. And we're sorry that it's taken this long. Yep. Uh, so, yep, tune in for that. 
Talk to you later, buddy. Talk to you later, buddy.